0: You are now about to witness awesome crushing might of you. Robinson Show. Welcome, my friends, to just the lick that's lick and the music that says it all. Intro. All of Nothing, sung by Bob Riley. Uh, calling it a just stigmata, available from Revelation Records in Huntington Beach, California, where they hit your car with a hammer. This is V, three, four. I hurt my finger. I can't show you the other finger. And you'll be happy to know that though i originally heard it doing jujitsu, i re-injured it urinating we'll get into that in a later in a second but first bob Riley, sing the words that set your week off as it should be set off on you know bob is doing great now somebody described him as looking like shrek if you live in albany or rochester upper state new york he's there still available for gigs stigmata i guess does shows every now and then check him out if you can live but well. well. you yeah. i'm taking a real good look at you i'm taking a real good look at I like face. But being paid back in full always nothing. All right, uh, let,
1: let's let's get to it. Bye. But by, oh 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 yes. Uh, well, you should know. Uh, yeah, I gotta adjust the headset because this comes across a lot better. And I, there were siblings last time, so I'm hoping that the thing will reset in the proper way uh let it kick in it'll kick in in a second or maybe it won't or maybe it won't look at this this lighting is all like moody and stuff i think it i think it has kicked in let me check the plantronics baby it's kicked in so you should be hearing me through the headset which should be better than just a microphone a thing all right so let's get to it you as you know by let's let's do this a little bit here as you know by the uh by the clock on the wall, well, that doesn't that doesn't tell you anything in the show, but by the poster, this is a Eugene S. Robinson show stomper. Bellator 206 was last night. We're going to get to that. But first, got to talk about something that's been setting people off from, from all sides. As you know, I do a sex column for Ozzy called uh, Sex with Eugene. So if you go to ozy.com, you'll see it. Sex with Eugene. First of all, I need to say at the top of the hour, if you haven't. If you haven't uh, linked to me on on uh, uh, Twitter, do so now. Do so now because apparently my raise this year for 2018, forget about all the thousands, the hundreds of articles I've read it's contingent on getting more social media followers. I'm sorry to ask. I, I feel ashamed to ask. Well, not really. But I, 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 <laughs> I'm asking. So you don't have to do it. But I'm just asking in the hopes that you might. If you've already done it, excuse the interruption. In any case, we had some uh, pretty astounding shit happen this week, uh, uh, and, and I don't, I can't really, on if I did it and if the shoes fit, which is typically Tuesday night, you know, I got to split the airtime with Alexi and and, 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 and kidnate, eh? so here I can give you the un- unadulterated take, and I'm not going to say it's going to be too far off from what I'm going to do there, but at least I don't have to b- abide by the interruptions. So I'm talking about the, the congressional, the Senate hearings for Brett Kavanaugh. So Brett Kavanaugh, he uh, has he's picked, stumbles, goes on Fox and Friends to try to clean it up with his long-suffering wife. Listen, let me tell you something. If ever you have the misfortune to get caught up in some sort of uh, um, sex embroil and don't listen. Let me t- tell you, there's not a single man listening within the sound of my voice right now who, who, who doesn't. If somebody said ran into the room and said they found out, who wouldn't be like, oh shit, what what? Hey, man, hey, it was just a cow. Hey, man. It was it was just a there's not a single guy who's listening. who somebody rushes in? They they know that you have to go through the shit that you know. You know, even even you, the man who used the great term, which I'm gonna steal, who I know is watching now, sperm jacked. <laughs> in the piece that you just wrote for me, I was like, man, I gotta put it in. I couldn't figure out how to get it in. But sperm jacked is great. So even you, my friend, there are things that you gotta go, you gotta go. How'd they, how'd they find out that they find doesn't mean it's criminal, doesn't mean it's actionable, doesn't mean it's anything. But if you're gonna, if you feel bold enough to drag your significant other there, then God love you. My significant other, I tell her everything. Cause that way I don't have to try to remember shit. I, everything. Meet somebody. She goes, Yeah, yeah, did you? Yes. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she knows everything. It's easy. It's easy that way. So there's nothing, you know, nothing uh, you don't have to say. They found out what? Uh. <laughs> so he gets dragged. He tries to do some damage control. Uh uh, this is when they say they're allegations, unnamed allegations. He tries to do some damage control and appears with the wife, like, look, I'm a normal guy. I'm a normal guy. Like, you know, Ted Bundy was married, but I'm a normal guy. I'm a normal... BTK, bind, torture, kill uh, uh, guy. He had a wife, John Wayne Gacy was married, but I'm a normal guy because a woman, a woman lets me see her naked and has something to do with my penis. So therefore, I'm a normal guy. And besides, these are unnamed allegations. These are rumors. Who knows? I am even tempered. I am normal. I am well adjusted. And I'm applying for a job of Supreme Court of the United States of America. That's all. And then the woman who who, who sent the letter apparently said, you know what? They're not going to make me take the ride for this. Diana Feinstein is saying like, look, I would have released it sooner. But the woman wanted her her privacy intact. Oh, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa put this shit on me. I gave you this information months ago. You could choose to use it the way you wanted to, but then you don't come out and say, well, I would have done this, but this withholding bitch didn't let me. Nah, nah, nah. Woman said, okay, fine. You know what? You know what? You know what? You're going to put me in that position. You know, if this guy wasn't where he was, I wouldn't have to do this, but now I got it. It was me. Flashlight here. Raise my hand. It was me. It was me. So then, there's this thing. Well, we should talk to. Her. Well, now we're gonna talk to. Her. We got to vote. We say, well, whoa, whoa, whoa. what? Are, what are you acting? The Republicans. Are like, we, so you like, you got something to hide? Well, we don't have anything. to hide. Then let her talk. Well, the, the hearing is over. The hearing is over because you rushed through it. Well, we rushed through it because we wanted to get to business, and we got. Well, but she got something to say. Well, it's not my fault. You just, just rushing in here now. Okay, all right. So it's okay if you don't want. You realize that you checkmated. If you rush the thing through. Yes, you get your appointment, but then you seem like you rough shot. You ran rough shot of a woman seems to be semi credible. She's a university professor, got a good degree, comes with a good family. You know what we're saying? She's white, <laughs> and so, but you know, what could possibly go wrong? And as they get closer, after the Fox and Friends thing, and 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 the Donald very pissed off. Who's this mealy mouth? What? This guy's going to be a judge. Aren't you supposed to be bold and decisive? Judge, he's in there like some fucking egghead. What is he doing with his wife? Get that. Tell that guy, don't waste my time. Does he want the job or does he not want the job? Act like you want the fucking job, please. So then they say, OK, well, look, we're going to coach him. We got a plan. We're going to have some woman who's a prosecutor to talk to her. So it doesn't seem like there's a bunch of us old white dudes ganging up on her. And, 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 you know, and then, dude, we'll, we'll work on something for him put her on, and the, and she could always blow it. You know, she could always be shifty, you know, shifty, hinky. You don't know. She could come on. She comes out. She hits that shit out of the park, right? Cries at the right time. And I'm not, this is not the whole Hollywood adage thing of sincerity is everything, and once you got that faked, you got it made. This is not about faking it. I think she was legit. Even my Trump guy said... Yeah, I saw it, man. She seemed really fucking straight up to me and legit. You know, it happened when she was 15. Now, I have a friend who was a bad guy. I'm not going to mention his name. And another friend, he was a musician, and she's a musician. And she said, you know, I crossed paths with him on tour. He invited me on the tour bus, and he he took me in the back. And it didn't get rapey, but it was threatening. And he was kind of, I could if I wanted to get, you know. And so I go, you know what, let me talk to him. And so I go back to him and say, hey, man, hey, I'm just talking to this chick. You know her? Oh, yeah, yeah, we played a few shows. You know know what? She tells me that uh, you got kind of rapey. And he goes, Eugene? He just stops me. And he says, Eugene? I go, yeah. He goes, I did a lot of foul shit when I was younger, man. And I got it. I said, I'm owning it. I'm telling you, I don't have time to go through a point-by-point fucking breakdown of the shit that I did when I was addicted to heroin, when I was drunk, when I was high on a variety of substances. I did a lot of fucked up stuff. Not that guy anymore. So we could continue this conversation, and I could just tell you, fucked up. I was a fucked up guy who did fucked up things. And at that point, the conversation, as far as I was concerned, was over. Went back to her. I said, hey, you know what? He was multiply addicted that doesn't excuse what he's done, but dude was a fuck up back then. He could have been eating dog shit just as soon as he could be threatening you with rape. You know, that was then. This is now. I mean, you know, if she had asked me to, would you go beat this guy's head in, I'm going to beat the guy's head in for some shit that he did. You know, he's owning it. He's owning it. Owning it. There's not more I can do than that. It's like I don't want to, you know. I don't. I got I kids and myself. I fucked up. I fucked up. I fucked up, Mal. I fucked up. So she gives she gives this this this, this great uh uh and pretty honest portraiture of shit that happened to her. Don't give me as if it happened so long ago. Every fucked up thing that happened to me, I remember in Technicolor. I might it might be a little bit fuzzy when I got surrounded by the Puerto Ricans in that park right right out outside of East New York on the edge of Crown Heights. Did they want to rob me? No. They want to fuck me up for reasons that weren't clear to 9-year-old me, and they did. I remember it. Do I remember it well enough to find them? Nah, not enough to find them. I mean, you can find anybody these days, but you know, 20 guys who probably fucked up quite a few different other people. I remember a nine-year-old that they fucked up in the park on a wintry day? Remember a lot. And I know guys like that. There's a guy, let's call him Steve B. He played for the Houston, uh, what, what, whatever that baseball team is in Houston for a period of time. He, he was a guy I knew at Stanford. Actually, this is a true story. This is not an alleged story. I could use a guy's name. Steve Buscelli was his name. And uh, I was flying high on LSD. It happened when I was 19. Gonna, I did lots of foul shit when I was younger. And I had a homemade shirt that said Circle Jerks on it, because they were a band from LA that I liked. And he came over, this frat boy, blonde-haired, blue-eyed, threw his arm around my shoulder and goes, Circle Jerks, huh? I look at his arm on my shoulder and I look him in the eye and I go, yeah, circle jerks. And I was in a state, a state of, of highitude where I was completely, you know, the, the Scientologists talk about the term clear, where you could just look into my eyes and into my soul. There was no social construct. I wasn't trying to be somebody. I was. I was there. Dharma gates are endless. I could find meaning anywhere, even in this exchange. Right now, you and me are doing something special. We're talking about a band from L.A. I can see through his social constructs. I can see his desire is to menace me and to intimidate me. But I don't feel intimidated at all. He's a baseball player. He's a big guy. He's about my height. Keep in mind, I just come out of being—I was still maybe six months out of being a competitive bodybuilder, but it wasn't like I looked like Arnold. I was starving to death. Then I was a—it was like the first month of, of of sophomore year, nineteen years old, been disowned by my father. You know, got into an argument with my mother. Had no money, no clothes, torn up, fucked up clothing, freezing. But had it gotten physical, of course, I would have tried to murder him because then it would have been like, I was being here and now I'm being here and I don't intend to, I I didn't have room for the, the subterfuge involved in fleeing. I didn't have fear. I wasn't living in fear. And he sees this all the moment, takes it in because bullies are good at this and he decides, oh shit, he's got his arm committed to being around me. And I'm just there. I look at it, and I look at him. In the other words, my attitude is, the move is yours. And he right away senses, God, It's like the the thing with the Disney thing, Uncle Remus's Tales of the South. It's a tar baby, which I know is a very delicate term to use in this instance. And he turns out into the crowd. And he sees this woman walk by, who I believe her name was Mitali, and I'll spare you her last name. Because she's not choosing to be in the story, necessarily. And he goes, hey, come here, come here. And she comes over. But I know she comes over because this blonde-haired, blue-eyed, handsome six-foot-two guy calls her over. This frat, fucking prick, you know, kind of guy prep school guy. She's not coming over to the guy in the dirty black turtleneck with circle jerks on the, on the chest. And he comes over. She goes, hey, um, me and my friend Eugene here would like to have a, a circle jerk on your face. Would you like that? And now, now. I have an attraction repulsion thing because I'm in the state where I can't I can't handle all this stuff. There's a lot of input coming in and, and it gets winnowed down to meaning really fast for me. But I know that she came over because he was that guy. He was the BMOC, big man on campus, the look, the baseball player, the prep school guy. He had that look. Good future husband had that look. Had that look? Wouldn't have come over for me. I don't know that for a fact, but I'm just gonna say she wouldn't have come over for me. Now I'm not participating. As a kid of 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 divorced parents, I'm not. I'm not gonna try to clean this up either. I'm not gonna try to explain him. I'm not gonna protect her. These he wants to have. He wants to enjoin me in bullying. He came with the intent of bullying picked me out because one of these things doesn't look like the other. And and when that didn't work, we decided that he was going to enjoin our efforts because naturally if I wouldn't be bullied, I should be thankful that I wasn't bullied and we would turn our efforts outward in some sort of homoerotic bonding, but putting her down. And, And so I just stood there and I looked, I didn't support him. I just looked like I didn't speak English because that's largely the state that I was in. Something was happening. Would you, he says, would you like that? Would you, would you like that? I mean, keep in mind, this wasn't a real effort to have sexual contact with this woman. Later on at that same party, this woman has this gold, shimmery gold dress on. And you go, oh, my God. And I just walk up to her, I go, where are you from? And she goes, well, why do you ask? (laughs) And I go, no, 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 I'm sorry. I'm I'm actually not hitting on you but the coat. You know, it's kicking off all kinds of fantastic light. And it dawned on me that nobody in California would wear that coat. So I got to think that you're from New York. And I'm from New York. That's why I'm asking. And she goes, oh, no, no, I'm from here. I'm from Los Altos. And I just I bought it here. And half an hour conversation about her fashion fashion choices. Her name was Linda. I ended up going out with Linda a few times. Dirty fucking guy, circle jerks, hired at a guy that she goes out with. Fine. That was later on this part. He had no real interest in doing this. He wanted to do some dude bonding. Who knows why he did what he did? I don't know. But it's the only time I had been that close. At, you know, Other times, I'd pick up a baseball bat and bash his head in. But I didn't want to do that because I thought there were a lot of guilty parties. And there was a lot, this was a teachable moment. Next time a guy who looks like him says, hey, to come over, she won't do it. Can't judge a book by the cover. Was I a coward in that instance? No, I was just there. I was fulfilling my my divinely ordained role as a witness. And then he fucks off, and I never saw the guy again. I mean, I remember uh, Houston Astros, Houston Astros. I think he played for the Houston Astros. And so we're going back to the 80s now. So when I hear about, when I hear about this girl getting shoved into the room, guys on the bed, it was very super telling. It, for me it was no question. It was like when they said Rob Senator Robert Craig and he's oh he's just being a railroad, he's not gay, he, look he's married, and then you know when he lost all male public support? When they said, Well, you then how do you explain what happened in the bathroom? Was, oh, hey, I just got a wide stance. And every dude in America was like <laughs> especially the Republicans were like, Yeah. Bro, I've taken lots of pisses in lots of public restrooms, and I've never had the occasion to be stopped by an undercover officer because of the way I was standing when I was. I don't know, no dude even wants to be there. We don't want to be there. Hey, I'm going to tell you something that's pretty, that's pretty exciting. A friend of mine said, "Hey Eugene, you notice anytime there's a row of u- urinals, the alpha male always urinates first? He should never have told me that. Now when I go into a, a men's room, it's like I'm taking my penis out. At the door, I don't give a shit. I'm going, I'm going alpha baby the whole way. I want to signify to everybody in here it's me <laughs> walking across the road, penis hit head. I'm going to be the if I hit the urinal. Oh, well, <laughs> he told me that. I don't like. Here's one for women if there are three women, and this has never failed if there are three women at a bar, or three women walking down the street, or three women taking a selfie, or three women. The attract, the most attractive one is always in the middle, never fails. Never, even if she's a super altruist and she knows I'm the best looking one, but I want my friends to feel better and puts herself on the outside when they get ready to take the picture. The ones who are now in the center, are like, whoa, no, I don't belong here, and they put her on the inside. They want her to be the focal point. We'll get your down draft. So, this is, this is a male equivalent with the, the whole urinal thing. So, when Craig said, I, st- I have a large stance, all of them, American men were just like, oh, jeez, the guy's guilty. And that moment didn't happen for me. And then she said, Were they laughing at you? She goes, They were laughing with each other. Believe me, out of all the people who I understand, the woman is just there to make them feel a little less gay, but they are there for each other. And it's written. It's a it's across the tracks romance. You got the rich kid, Kavanaugh. You got his friend, Mark Judge, the kind of kid who's I mean, look at what judge's life has turned out it's like since he's not up for the Supreme Court. The scrotus, the scrotum, he's not up for that. And, you know, blue collar guys always feel manly. So these guys are trying to, trying to. there's a status conferral of the rich guy with the poor guy. But the rich guys, I can hang with the poor guys because these guys assaulted the the earth. We're men and then we're bonding. They're 15. It's not a lot of thought. And don't give me that shit. It was just a little bit of fun because if I did that with you, you wouldn't think it was so fun. There's not a single man in here who doesn't dig man on man action who, if I were to do that to you, you would go, who Eugene's just joking. Because there's always that secondary thought, well, what if he's not? What if he's not? So I don't, have, I don't have a single problem believing her. And the Republicans don't either. She was a credible witness. And they left that thing depressed. They left it depressed. And whatever they cooked up, he came out. And it was his turn. And the, the same woman prosecutor was asking him questions. And of course, she's about the truth. And they're like, "She's fucking killing us. She's she's systematically actually making a case, making it worse. Get her the fuck out of there. They yank her. They yank her, and, and, and then they start asking. And then Kavanaugh goes full Trump. He's screaming. He's pounding indignation. Of course, this is an old playbook. This is the prep school version, the fucking rich guy prep school version of high tech lynching." Couldn't pull that card again, but it worked for Clarence, a piece of shit, Thomas, and it, why not work again? And he's, but, and the part where he lost me, like, I was like, I got it, man. I understand stagecraft. I got you. I got you. you got to play the game. You know, if it was a checkmate on the board, even if this is the equivalent of knocking the bo- the pieces off the board, I got you. I got you. But then when he's blubbering, listen, I understand Trump in ways that some of you who are not New Yorkers don't can't begin to understand them, native New Yorkers. Because if it had happened on the other side, what I'm about to do now would exactly be done by the president. And you can't tell me it wouldn't. He's up there crying. You would get, you would get a sobbing emoji and say, "Blubbery McBlubberston, it's sad today." I say, "Hey, you know what? Fuck your histrionics. Your family doesn't seem to be destroyed if those are the people sitting around you. They seem to be in fairly good health." Their nights and days are not haunted by anything that happened more than 10 days ago. Versus this other woman who's been haunted by the shit that happened when she was 15. Don't tell me it didn't happen. You listen to Oxbow song Gal, you tell me that shit didn't happen. Happened when you're 12, whatever. Bad times, they stick with you. So blubber, make blubber students, and my, my, my destroyed. And cut the fucking histrionics and answer the question. Turn to your right, you know. Okay, a uh, uh, FBI investigation. Why won't you do that? Why won't you do that? Why? And then the only person he gets tough with, which is what recalled the the the, mo- the circle jerk, uh, Steve Buschel moment. The only thing is when Klobuchar is asking him, well, you know, did you drink to excess? Why have you? Oh, you're gonna get tough with the woman now. Yeah, get yeah, yeah, tough with the woman? Ah, oh, man. I, I I didn't know guys like that. Oh, listen, I was blessed. I went to Stuyvesant High School. You had to take a test to get into Stuyvesant, which is now under a lot of fire because they go, it's biased. And, and the school is like now 74% Asian. And so like even white folks are like, well, maybe we should change the test. Why? I dug going to school 74% Asian school. I was all right with that. Well, the people are OK, that's a side issue. All the rich kids who are not that smart, their parents' money could not buy them in the Stuyvesant. They ended up going to schools like Dalton or other schools in New York City. So I never saw them. Those entitled Upper West Side pricks who would pull this kind of shit, usually usually called Kennedy's, but you know, they come from a certain place. The guy, the preppy killer, that guy, Robert, uh, whatever his name is, I can't remember now. You just look up the preppy killer. His name comes up. Same type, same type of cat. There's nothing that my dad can't buy me out of. In my mind, this is a class issue because if they if they could, and, and this, is, this, is, this is Trump's stomping ground, because they could take that woman who was second on the list, I can't remember her name, who's even more conservative than this Kavanaugh kid, and put him in there, but they want to make some fucking points. And if you get caught up in symbology, uh, 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 it, it, this love of symbolism and wanting to make points, you are going to get fucked. You're going to get fucked. So Blubbery McBlubberston is, and everybody's like, they fall for it. They're like, ah, oh, okay, well, boy. He got, he impressed the base. Donald is impressed. He had an audience of one. It was Donald. Meantime, the anger, the rancor, the refusal to owe up to fucking drunkenness, to even say, this is binary. I did it or I didn't do it. I'm not going to say something happened to her, but it wasn't me. Jesus Christ! How old are you? It was always it wasn't me. I'd have respected more if you'd done like my dude said. Hey, I did lots of foul shit when I was younger. I don't even remember. I used to be a dirty, disgusting drug. But this is the land at which uh, this is a land of clean stars. and I've been in in AA ever since. I've gotten to rehab, haven't had a solid drink in 20 years. I'm a different man now, and more importantly, I'm a seasoned. You know, a a a a seasoned. A uh, judicial uh, expert who fucked up when he was a teenager. I mean, it wasn't even me who was there, I, you know. But but could I have been? Maybe, cause I was such a disgusting drunk. Did I rub my penis on the woman's face in college? I may have. Who hasn't done? Who among us hasn't, when in their teens, done something that they're ashamed of? Stolen their parents' car or fallen down a flight of? stairs and set the house on fire. These things are not unknown. Close it out, but they decide to you know, fight, 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 deny, 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 and they go for break, and they're super happy, and they clear it. They go, fuck, we're going to vote for this guy. We're going to get it out of committee, put it up for a vote. And as Flake, the retired Jeff Flake, who's disgusted with how things have gone, when he starts to move to the elevator, he gets caught. They ambush him. And a woman who's never admitted this before to anybody tearfully says, and he's like, say, yeah, constituents, yeah, Yeah, yeah. How can you do this? How can you do this? How you, you either believe her or you don't? Obviously, if you believe him, you're telling me that her thing doesn't matter. And therefore, I don't matter. And therefore, anybody with a vagina who has a gripe doesn't fucking matter. Is that what you're going to look at me? And that's when he fucking broke. Because you're looking deep into the soul of somebody, I'm not playing this for political gain. Your beef with fucking Diane Feinstein's got nothing to do with my rights as a human being. And he breaks. He goes back to the fucking committee and he says, all right, you know what? She's right, actually. In good conscience, why wouldn't we do everything in our power to make sure that we're not putting a fucking sex offender on the Supreme Court? Why wouldn't we? And they go, oh, God, there's a softie. We can't do it without his vote. This is the nature of democracy. We can't threaten him with fucking, he's, he's on his way out. That was the only decent thing that fucking prick flake has ever done in his entire life. Probably the only. So now the FBI is on. The FBI got the call from Trump because they look. they said, look, do you want to invigorate? The issue was that people didn't vote for Hillary. They didn't go out to vote. Some people did, but the Bernie bros, people connected to the Bernie, you know. I know lots of people who like, I don't fucking like her. Don't like her. Lots of people in New York. It's like, okay, whatever. She she may, have, yeah, she's probably gonna win. You could do it without my vote later. And they did it. Susan Sarandon, oh, there's no difference. you know. Nobody believes that now. Nobody believes it now. And because he's undermined the faith in mainstream media and the polls, his base doesn't believe. He's behind, doesn't believe that his fucking ratings are that low, doesn't believe that America is not completely in love with this guy, not at all, and he's adding to that by only going to places where he's loved, something he won't be able to do during 2020 election, but he's doing during the midterms because uh, he's not losing anything, not losing anything. So he's happy. They're gonna go back, and they, now the FBI. He says, "Well, sure, fuck it. Man, I don't, I don't want, you know, I don't want to poison the well because I do have 2020 to think about. God knows why he wants to run again, but whatever. I, I would say it has something to do with the Emoluments Clause and the amount of money that's been fucking stocked away in, in trucks or driving off the facility, off of the. Uh, but I don't know that. That's just me being an agitpropster. I don't know that. So." Uh, so they, the FBI gets on it, and they're on it as of Friday. It's Thursday, that people wake up Friday. And they're saying, well, it's still likely, but we don't... So it's, again, binary. They're going to talk to... They've been cleared to talk to two of the people, not the third woman who said he was present for a gang rape. Has anybody ever accused you of being present for a fucking gang rape? I went to Stanford with guys like this, and I have never... <laughs> Man, a gang rape? Uh, I knew that there was shit going on in houses. And I remember going up to the football player fraternity, which was up near, uh, oh, my God, Synergy. It was right next to Synergy, the hippie co-op. And so the hippies were constantly dealing with Elway. Yeah, I mentioned names. I don't give a shit. Go ahead and sue. Elway would pull into the parking lot that they shared drunkenly. Come on out, you faggots. Come out, out, I'll fight you all, you faggots. That's your John Elway. And I remember going to a party there one night, and I went upstairs to take a piss, and and it came out. And those hallways, it was like something out of Hellraiser. You could hear music turned up loud. I didn't know what was going on in those rooms. So I'm going to get back downstairs. And I see a guy who I know from rugby. I say, hey, Al, and he turns around. He's like, and I can see he's drunk and fucking belligerent as fuck. And I get that look, and I'm completely straight up sober. And I get that look like I'm not going to fight 10 of you guys because you're drunk and don't remember me from rugby practice. If I get so much as a peep out of you right now, it's switched up fast so much. I will fucking shut you down. I don't say this, but the look in my eye, I go, hey, Al. And he turns around, eh, and I go, I see. I got to kill you. And he sees it. And he's not that drunk where he can't feel the imminent danger. Because these guys holler, they don't fucking know me. They don't expect me to be there. I got to take him out. So he's go, oh, oh, hey, 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 bro. And I was like, hey, Al. See you at practice on Tuesday. Got down and says, got the fuck out of there. Can't even imagine how terrifying it would be if I had a fucking vagina because they're not there for me. They're there for each other. Mm. So now the FBI is investigating. And the way this is going to roll out this week is simple. They said, oh, as long as it doesn't go longer than a week, fine, I can find out lots of shit in a week. At the end of the week, the FBI says, we find the claims to be credible or we find the claims to be incredible. That's it. Or the third option would be Inconclusive. If it's credible, dude is sunk. Because Trump will push it through anyway. But the Republicans, you gotta deal with you, you're really gonna put two fucking rapists. Well, they not rapists necessarily. Well, he is. Okay. Uh, alleged rapist on the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court lifetime fucking appointment. You're just asking for lunatics to try to kill these guys. You're just asking for it. Especially when you have a woman who's crazy, Republican, conservative, right-wing. Or you could just easily make her, you know, but you don't want to do that. You want to get, he's a casino guy, and the, it's just the temptation is too big. Then the Republicans are going to get screwed. And the Democrats are, li- are glad to let them screw themselves. But just like we said with Robert Craig, you know, when this guy stood up with the blubbering and the crying and the talking, I don't know, just man. That's when I knew he was full of shit. That's when I knew he was full of shit. I wrote a piece for Ozzy about the uh uh when I got accused of rape. Uh and the woman uh, agreed to participate in the article as long as I changed her name. So in the name in the piece, I called her Netty. Which was hilarious since all the people uh who know me. I mean, she and I had dated. It doesn't mean anything, but they knew who Netty was. And I interviewed her again for the piece. She's like, well, the sex wasn't very good. She goes, there's a big difference between that and rape, which you said to get some social gain points. Who would she tell? She told Trey Ellis. Trey Ellis has written a couple books and now works at Sony. He's got a couple movies in development and so on. He was at the time trying to be a writer on Saturday Night Live, so she was trying to impress him. Eugene wanted me so much, he he raped me. Never what happened. So I tell a story in the article, exactly what happened. And the only thing I change is her name. And she signed off on it. Was I crying and sobbing and blubbering? That call over me? You gotta believe me. I am gonna fuck if you believe me or not. She gave her version. I gave my version. You decide. Look at her, look at me, you decide. Her retraction was pretty helpful. <laughs> if Blasey Ford would have come out and said, ah, you know, I was just fucking around. That. And that's something else. That's something else entirely. So that's what's going to happen this week. But if you don't think already, and then they truck out some conservative women who go, yes, I, uh, Kellyanne Conway, yes, I was sexually uh, assaulted, but, you know, th- that's not what this is about. Oh, that's what this is about. Like I said, uh, there's another piece on Ozzy, stomping out rape literally. And it's about a time a friend of mine came rushing in and said, dude tried to rape me. And everybody was like, no, 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 no. That guy was and like Solomon. I kept my mouth shut. And then finally, I said, out of all the things she could have run in here tonight to say, why would she say that one? She had no gripe against this guy, had no reason to. And when they... At that point, everybody goes, "Let's go! We got the bats, got the chains, got the car. Trolled the Lower East Side till we found them, and beat him to within an inch of his life." And all the pe- all the comments on the article, I was waiting, I was waiting, and then the men's right activist fucking contingent, came in. You, you vigilante justice, you, you piece of shit, how could you? I said, "Ah, oh, the rapist contingent is here. Ah, glad you're upset about that. You want to tell me?" Well, she was probably, she was fucked up by drugs half the time. So, so you know her. You know her. You know, in fact, you you seem more upset by the fact that I beat up her would-be racist than the fact that she was almost uh, rape, sorry, rapist. Then, then, well, yeah, underscoring what I'm thinking these guys critique were. Then you are about the fact that she was almost raped. You don't believe her rape, but you do believe that I that I that I I beat an innocent man. Well, if he if they read the article closely, there's a point where the innocent man says, "Okay, okay, okay." We said it's going to be worse for you if you don't tell us the truth. He goes, "Okay, okay, okay." You know, I was reaching for the cigarette lighter. She had passed out in the front seat of the car, and you know, my penis fell out, and I guess she got spooked a little bit and shrieked, and then. I got nervous because I had the car cigarette lighter in my hand and I fell into the front seat on top of her. That was pretty good. We stopped. We laughed for a little bit before we started beating the fuck out of them again. Only reason we stopped, Puerto Rican drug dealers pointed guns at us. He goes, We don't want the cops here to take this shit off the block. And we thought about fighting them too, but, you know, the gun, a gun against a bat, nah. So if you and, and she would before right before I said something, she had switched her anger to, to the group of guys that she had called brothers, friends. And She was I can't believe you guys asking me even one question. And she was. And that's when I said, I, I don't want that this community to be damaged because, again, out of all the things she could have said, come in here and said tonight. Why that one? Why that one? If she wanted to besmirch this guy, she could have said lots of other things about him. He stole money from me. Lots of, but that's not what she said. So it's at this point, you know, Trump might say, look, the damage is already done. We've, we've woken a sleeping giant. Uh, American women will now turn out in numbers like they didn't even fucking dream of when Hillary was running, almost regardless of who's going to run on the left side of the aisle. So why not? Just like they said about the climate change. The Re- Republican position paper is like, yeah, we know it's fucked up. We know it's going to be a seven degree pl- planet increase. Sorry, planet increase. There's nothing we can do about it. So let's not do anything about it. <laughs> that kind of fatalism only comes out of the mouths of guys in their 70s because they're not going to be around to fucking deal with it. And frankly, I'm not excited about the prospect of Kavanaugh Who's two years younger than me? There's a car alarm. So, uh, um, so anyway, 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 and, and and I have to say, I have to say, if you remember Dante's Inferno, that the people who were in the Inferno, their punishments post life were very much cohered to their their crimes in life. And this is where I get to the Joni Bony Joni D.C. Khabib McNuggets piece, because they've done these things now where it's like they're talking about the snitch thing, and they. But the the one moment, the one glimmer of hope is when D.C. finally said, you know, had that. Had, had, now he's engaged in a Twitter war with Johnny Boney Joni, which shows that he knows where the real. He goes, look, and he came out and see outed himself. He goes, as a as a competitor, I have to say. And this is like almost what he said. Where he goes, part of me wants to go for a third time. And somebody in, uh, on my Twitter feed, because I put that out there, said, "Yeah, we don't want to see a third one. We know how it's going to end. Is that this is not this is that that Tweety Bird and Sylvester moment where they just I got to know or Dirty Harry, I got to know. But you're just driven by a inexplicable fucking compulsion. You gotta know." He never sounded like he believed that Lesnar thing. He never sounded like the money that that Lesnar thing would generate was of any interest to him at all. Yeah, I mean, yeah, okay, okay he's going to be... But Lesnar doesn't like to be hit. And the guys at AKA are training with, like, a boxing guy. That's what I think people don't know. Take wrestlers and turn them into good good boxers, or decent boxers, at least. And don't tell me, oh, but Cockold. Well, they used to ignore Cockhold for a long time, based on my time there, so... It's only recently that they started paying attention because you just kind of like the surf guy. I didn't really take him serious. He wasn't nose to the grindstone based on my time there and seeing things. It's great because nobody knew who the hell I was. I was just a guy who knew Javier, you know. Josh Thompson knew. And, and Kane Velasquez. DC, I, I didn't need face to face. It was on, it was on, 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 he called over on Skype or something. So, 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 um, he knows. He knows. He, he doesn't want to die not knowing. And Johnny Boney Joni goes right in on it and goes, your fake belt. You know that belt doesn't mean make... it was gifted to you. Don't you want to know? Don't you want to know? Don't you want to know rather than live with this forever and ever? What kind of man are you? Are you gonna believe the easy lie? Or are you gonna... Are you gonna have that moment of clarity where we can see deep into your soul? And do you want to have all of those questions answered? Do you really believe anything I took helped me beat you? If that's what you believe, go fight Lesnar. And it's clear that you know. And I know members of the jungle are like, who okay, cares? Wants to see a third? I want to see Lesnar. That's a joke fight. If you really believe that Lesnar's got a chance about DC, you're out of your mind, and you know it. And if you don't know it, then you should know it. Lesnar doesn't like to be hit. More importantly, based on his last WWE performance, because he's opened himself up to Usada, that he's uh, he's not being he's he's you know he's not taking whatever he does. He's lost some weight. Come on, come on, come on, come on. What is he gonna he's gonna bench press DC? And he's already afraid of him. Wrestlers, it's like that movie Big Bad Wolves, an Israeli movie where they're torturing that this child uh, murder. And he says, you know, what are you trying to do, scare the guy? Scare him with a gun? Do you know psychopaths are not scared by guns? Psychopaths are scared by one thing, other psychopaths. It's like wrestlers. The fact that DC went to the Olympics, or Olympics it was or uh, if you don't think that that sticks in his head, uh, uh, Lesnar's head, He's taking the fight for money because he knows D.C. will go easy on him and it'll be a big payday and there's no shame in losing to him. And, of course, he, he's now in the history books because it's D.C. sales off at the sunset. But nobody wants that fight. If Johnny Boney Johnny was going to get a four year suspension, I'd take it. Everybody would take it. But if you have if you have two to choose from, you know, that's that's why Susan Lucci, they ran her out there fucking 10 times before she won. And that's why she showed up every Emmys. Why? Cause she was a fucking competitor. She didn't. After the third Emmy, goes, you know what? I'm not gonna engage in this ritual humiliation. I'm gone. I'm out. Fuck you. Nah, she had faith, like George, uh, the, uh, George, George Michael said, cause you gotta have faith. And DC knows what side of the fence. You know, dirty, 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 dirty. He won't eat Guy can't eat out. Don't do. He's a lifetime ban. Whatever. Believe them or not, believe them. You know, you have the woman who was one of the one of the top AIDS researchers in San Francisco for a long time. And she was interviewed on Terry Gross, Fresh Air. And she said, you know, they don't know how HIV is working. You know, and this was a long time ago. I mean, of course, what's been subsequently discovered is that it's a pretty weak virus as viruses go. Right? Like it's not airborne. You yeah, know, I can get the flu faster than I can get HIV and over the course of 30 years 40 years you know an ineffective virus is one that kills its host fewer people are dying i'm saying gen- fucking genetic muta- viral mutation i'm no expert but i say that eventually an effective thing gets to be like the flu you get it it moves you pass it on and then you know you get over it 80,000 people died last year from the flu but still but she was saying she goes you know they said it wasn't spread by blood. It was spread by blood. She goes, she wouldn't even eat in San Francisco anymore. You know how many people preparing your who's preparing your food? How often they might cut themselves while they prepare your food? She wouldn't do it. It's Paranoia, paranoia wouldn't do it. So Johnny Bonajoni's saying, I don't want to eat out anymore. Hey, man, that shit's legit. The stakes are too fucking high. You should have a cook anyway. A bonded cook. Eat at home. Stay away from the mini mart. Stay away from street overlord or sexy monkey. That shit, you think the FDA is clear in sexy monkey? Have you seen sexy monkey at the truck stand? The pills? According to uh an associate of mine, they work. If you want to stay awake for three days. But the Khabib the, the Kabib uh, uh McNuggets thing is great because somebody said much what I said on, on one uh two shows ago when I talked about it last, it's like glass houses <laughs> you think or maybe i didn't say it on the show maybe i said it's like yo mcgregor is pointing out mcgregor's fucking oh no i did say it on the show it's like what do you think prop, proper 12 you think that oh he's trying to make money selling whiskey you think that's really what's happening guy maintains a gym in dublin let's go back to with the bulgarian olympic wrestling team when communism fell in 89 or whatever. And they had to go back home from the the, the European uh, 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 whatever. I, would, these are guys are like, I'm not going to work at a factory. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that at all. And there was a great number of articles on how the Bulgarian wrestling team all single handedly ended up going into organized crime. One, because organized criminals respect the basis of political power, which is always violence. But the kind of violence that they bring to bear is not always appropriate. That's why people start taking martial arts. I started taking martial. I taking grappling when it dawned on me, punching somebody in the face isn't always an effective response. And that wrestling and grappling is about controlling them. You can talk to them when you do it. I, what happened, officer? I was just holding them down. Yeah, you should have the boxing there in case you got it, but you know it's a, it's it's a it's it's about control. And who do you need? Who do you have? It seems incredible to me. Like you know, uh, 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 the Baldwin was saying, "Oh, you know, when he was trying to he draw some battle lines, he goes, yeah, you got nothing but ex-cons and boxing,' but you know, in MMA, we got these are college graduates." Yeah, you high-level wrestlers probably came to some college program, probably were good guys. But once they get into the prize fighting game <clears throat> and the huge amounts of money, the bald one said it best. He said, you come in the public eye, you'd be surprised what starts crawling out from under rocks. Is McNuggets clean? Nope. Did McNuggets make any claims to be clean? Nope. What was McNuggets doing? He was like... Hey, you know what? People in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. Why? Because people throw stones back. I'm waiting. That's what a fight's about. I say shit about you. You say shit about me. We have irreconcilable differences. We get into the cage and we duke it out. But you don't say anything. You go talk about the the the, 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 the Irish hoods that, that I'm, I'm affiliated with. I'm perfectly OK with that. Frank Sinatra was friends with Jilly Rizzo and was connected his whole life. There's no crime. There's no crime. Don King, all his old old boxing cats connected to the mob. What? These are friends of mine. Well, you can what? 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 I can't talk to my friends? I can't talk to my friends. These are my friends. They're from the neighborhood. It's no mistake that all the guys who were on the undercover, the the, uh, the gang, t- the mafia task force, all end up living in Staten Island, <laughs> around the corner from some of the guys that they were. They, so they knew the guys in the neighborhood. It's like the whole Bugs Bunny thing with the 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 coyote and the and the sheepdog. They say, "Okay, I'm gonna choose to be a cop. I'm gonna choose to be a bad guy. Get on your mugs, get set, go." and they all retire in the same place. They come from the same neighborhood, they make a bunch of money fighting each other, and then they all go to the same neighborhood. Do they wave at each other when they drive by each other's houses when they're mowing lawns? I don't know, but I know a lot of these cats on both sides of the fence are living in Staten Island. Nice houses have been there. Paul Castellano's old house is now uh, 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 occupied by an Albanian plumber. <laughs> I don't know that technically he's a plumber, and I just assume probably stopped talking about him immediately. So this fight is shaping up to be a super interesting fight. October 6th, as you well know. But, you know, the thing is, and I said I was going to talk about Bellator as a counterpoint. The news, I led off with news about MMA shit in in the UFC that hasn't really happened yet. This just kind of deck chairing it, you know, moving deck chairs around and positioning before actual fights. And the Gustafson fight is is, is is a fine fight. It's a fine fight. You know, it's we don't want any we want, we want DC's last fight to be a fight beyond excuse. If I was DC right now, I'd be preparing for Johnny Boney Johnny and make that my last fight. I gotta know. Give me 10 mil. It'll be a big deal. Let me let me know. And Johnny Boney Joni says this time, well, I guess this time I'll take Gustafson seriously. Gustafson is, is dark starred. I mentioned that name, you go. The the mauler, yeah, what happened to that guy? He's He's a dead man walking now. This is his last, this is the only place for him to go. That's what we said years ago when it happened. But Johnny Boney Joney, he's got this Captain Ahab, well, Captain the Moby Dick thing with with DC where they're going to go down together and nothing's going to stop this fight. He will take take a a dude seriously. If that's the price he has to pay to get to DC, so be it. And if I'm DC, I make him pay that price because I got to see what he knows. If you don't know how masterful DC is, go re-watch him against Stipe, another guy who's dark star. You shouldn't be one loss away from fucking people forgetting your name. But they watched film, and like he's like, Cain Velasquez once said about Javier, when I do what he says, I get ahead. When I don't, I don't. Clever. Watch DC against Stipe. That was great. So he's got to see Johnny Jody. Got to see what's happened. Got to see what he lets out. Johnny Bonjoy could take Gustafson out the first match or go full five before. It doesn't matter. He's got to get to that fight. If Gustafson wins, what the, if Gustafson wins, that sweetens the pot against a fight with DC. It doesn't matter. He's got to meet DC no matter what, win or lose. It's not like Gustafson, who lost to DC already, is going to get another shot. Not before dude retires. And if you say, oh, Eugene, he doesn't need to do anything to prove. Yeah, he doesn't need, but think of how fucking great that would be for DC, if DC beat Johnny Boney Joni. It's a part of his rock and roll dream. I mean, that would be the temptation for that. I can taste it in my mouth, man. I can see that Rocky moment. I can feel what he feels when he looks I could, if I pull this off, I would be legitimately the greatest of all time. Of all time. And I can beat him. I know I can beat that kind of, he wouldn't have got to where he is without that kind of belief. Oh, you just want to, nah, that's you talking. Guy who goes to the Olympics, that guy is thinking what I'm telling you he's thinking. But Bellator, now that we have about three minutes left, uh, Kidnate, Kid Nates, picks were all in the toilet. We didn't pick a lot. We didn't pick a lot. I think I had 3 cares and I think he had it's real easy. It's real easy to pick to to make uh Bellator picks. The only shocker was uh and I didn't pick him cuz he's he's uh he's uh a friend of knuckle up. And this show shows not knuckle up anymore. But uh James Terry. I um I would have picked him. But, uh, again, with Bellator, typically when they pick a local guy, an out-of-town guy, it's the the, the local guy is going to win. And James Terry is a known associate, been on the show, but he was fighting Adam Picciolota from Fugazi. Nah, I'm joking. For people who are listening, I'm joking. And he lost by unanimous decision. But outside of that, all my other picks were, were on the money. I picked Gegard. And Kid not picked McDonald, and I said I can't trust McDonald. I don't know which McDonald's going to show up. And I picked uh, uh, I picked uh, a Rampage, and he picked uh, uh, Vondelay. I don't know why. Keep in mind, the best insurance policy a lot of times is a win in your back pocket. You know, I think that's what Chuck's got over Tito. Um, the the Doug Lima fight is one you should actually watch. Um, and there were and I, I picked Carrie Melendez, Gil Giblert's wife, because I like to watch her fight, and she won, of course. Uh Aaron Pico. I mean, thing is, kidney blanked. I won. That's all there is to say. Um, but Bellator, Bellator 206, uh Gaston Blanos, who is a not he's a friend of Ozzy, not so much a friend of Knuckle Up, used to train with me at Fairtex. And now is at CSA. He's a great guy. I don't know if he's a great guy, but I enjoy watching him fight. He won it in an impressive fashion. Um, let's see. I'm, I'm going to scan through the list now. There are a lot of don't cares. Sorry, dudes. Josh San Diego and Joe Neal just didn't really care. Um, but watching Bellator 206, the thing that is really interesting is it's like, let's pick a movie. Like The Godfather. Like how many times have you seen The Godfather? Probably enough so that you you have you have lines memorized, and if you're sitting in front of a TV, if you have a TV and it comes on, you might sit there and watch it again. That's how I felt about Bellator two hundred six. I was okay watching it, you know, and it felt like oh yeah, cool MMA, and Mauro Ronaldo did a great job, and you know oh you see some of the same characters as. Yeah, Herb Dean and Josh Rosedale's back. Josh, friend of knuckle up. Josh Rosedale back. I got it. I got it. But yeah, I don't know. I, I need to. Th- I have to resolve my feelings about San Jose, and and I have to. I mean, I have to figure out how Coca could could fix it. I mean, at this point now, with a lot of oofsy talent, why does it not give me the same? Hmm, why? Why? Don't know. I mean, if I go to McDonald's in in Prague, and I go to McDonald's in Belgrade, and I get French fries in both places, they'll probably taste pretty much the same. That's designed that way. If I go to a restaurant that's not a McDonald's to get French fries, they could be very different. Better, worse, different, I don't know. I haven't really analyzed it, but my feelings post Bellator 206, they're not, I don't feel bad. I mean, if we're going to analyze this like you analyze drugs, I don't feel bad about them. I, I don't feel great about them. I mean, you know, it, I'm going to quote Rory, Rory McDonald. I really should should have done more in that fight. Dude, went pro at 16, man. I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't, you know, I've seen some uh, amazing gay guard wins. This wasn't. He tried some some jackass takedown, ended up getting sliced with elbows and then beat the hell up and Fred eddished on the mat. Rampage, R- Rampage Vandalay. it was nice to see him again. But you know what I'm thinking about? I'm thinking about tomorrow. The Nazis once sang tomorrow belongs to me, does it? In other words, I'll watch The Godfather again because it's enjoyable. Doesn't mean I'm going to see Francis Ford Coppola's next movie, if he even makes another one. All right. This is not a strategy for the future. You know, you could take off off castoffs for the next five years. It doesn't mean MMA is going to keep me for another five years. That's my point. But right now, right now, lonely eyes turn to turn to Khabib and uh, Khabib and uh, McNuggets. Some people have said Colby Crappington versus uh, uh, Nick Diaz. We already have Nate Diaz against Dustin Poirier and, of course, Johnny Joni and the DC thing playing out as well it should. It's not like you even need my help to get that fight to where it needs to be. It is where it needs to be. At least it's recognized on both sides that their futures are inextricably woven. Can't. Can't. Can't leave the building without it. It's like, what song are you going to play for your encore? Sympathy for the Devil, baby. You got to play that. You're not going to play fucking uh, uh, you know... What is it? You're the Stones. You're not going to play... What are you, what are you, what are you not going to play? What, what is it, one of the Stones' least love hits? I don't know. I don't know the songbook well enough. You're going to play the big sympathy for the devil. That's what you're playing. Give the people what they want. But more importantly, it's what you want. And so, sort of what you want is what they want. And that's why we're aligned. And that's why we're here. Anyway, this is V34. This is Eugene S. Robinson Show Stomper. I'm Eugene S. Robinson. Keep in mind, on Tuesday nights at 720, unless my computer crashes, it's going to be uh, If I Did It. And then if the shoes fit. Apparently, because of some big fight between Bloody Elbow and YouTube, uh, they've moved this stuff to Twitch. So a lot of those shows are on their own channel now, on the B channel for Bloody Elbow. I don't know what, but you got to subscribe to them, and that way it lets you know that the show is coming. If you're listening to this show, this show is on the Eugene S. Robinson Show Stomper Network on YouTube. If you enjoy what you heard here, you can go to patreon.com slash the Stomper, T H E Stomper. I suggest you do it this month because I got big bills to pay on uh, October 1st and I overspent and I don't have the money and I need the money. Please, please. And that guy who bid $75 for the autograph, special autograph version of the fight book is yours. It's coming to you. You outbid every the next closest order was $45. That guy screw him. So V34 at at symbol Eugene S. Robinson for Twitter. Sign up so I get my raise. Patreon.com slash The Stomper if you want. You could give a nickel. I don't care. No amount of money is too small. Until then, uh, until Tuesday night, where we do uh, If I Did It, followed immediately by If The Shoes Fit. And somewhere in there, we're going to start doing the Care, Don't Care preview if there's a fight uh, on the subsequent weekend, which, of course, there is. Next weekend, baby. I'm not gonna make my picks now. You know I don't do it. I do it on the care, don't care preview. So you gotta you gotta catch up. But I'm still thinking. I'm still thinking. But if you're thinking what I'm thinking, you know which way I, you know which way my picks are leading. But until then, until Tuesday, we'll see you. Don't get into the trouble that I wouldn't get into. And listen, you
0: know what? Look what you made me do. Hey!